Welcome to episode 23 of Comic Book Nation, the official podcast of comicbook.com. I'm your host, Kofi Outlaw, and here with me today, co-host Matt Mueller. What up? And completing our original trio, or trinity, as it's said in the superhero world, is uh, Brandon Davis is back. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? And we brought Brandon Davis back from his uh, all-day cowboy ways so we can sit down and talk about some of the biggest things that are happening in pop culture all year. It's starting to kick off already. We've had the Game of Thrones premiere, Ooh. and we're going to go back over it. It's also getting hectic out there because Avengers Endgame spoilers are coming at us hard already. So we're going to discuss that and how to avoid the spoilers, not the actual spoilers. So let's not get that confused. And... We're going to talk about some more fun things that are going on in the culture right now, starting with some Disney Plus talk. We're going to flip it up from what I put in the show notes and start with a little bit, just to throw you guys <laughs> what? off. What? Yeah, I'm going to throw you guys <laughs> off, see if you're still with it. Um, we're going to talk about Disney Plus because we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. Uh, we talked a little bit. I wasn't here, but you guys kind of covered the Hawkeye series coming to Disney Plus, but then we found out a whole lot more basically found out that Disney Plus is going to be as first advertised, prophesized, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's a Netflix killer, right? No. You don't, what? I don't think it's a Netflix this killer. This segment is not going already. <laughs> I, think, I don't think it's a, well, okay. Well, I don't think it's a Netflix. I think there's room for both. Okay, well, it's going to have a bunch of movies awesome. from yes. Disney, a bunch of movies from 20th Century Fox. It's going to have original series for Star Wars that we're going to get to later in the program because we have a whole Star Wars celebration recap to do. Original shows for the MCU, and it's going to at least begin at six ninety nine per month. It's definitely is, a like grave shot in the leg. Oh no, yes. absolutely! It's a, a fantastic like, value. Well, I mean, maybe a, a slow, a a gut, slow bleed a out of some gut sort. Wounds. Netflix gut wounds. This is like it, right? if you had only CBS on TV and there was no ABC, NBC. Or Fox, and then this is like the other channels came along. I think it, you know we're shifting towards streaming stuff. So obviously this is the first big sign of competition. Is it going to kill Netflix? No, but is it going to take away from them? Yeah, sure. Not all the ratings will be on Netflix now. I mean, yeah, because like Netflix currently has what was the last thing? Like 140 million users, and Disney Plus isn't even looking to hit 90 until 2024, 2026. Like it's we got a ways to get to. I don't think I think people forget how big Netflix is nowadays. But again, this is great. Like it's a. Do you know how many value. times people thought Netflix was going to die? Yeah, I remember when they switched to streaming and everybody was like, oh, this is the stupidest thing. They're charging a separate charge for streaming versus mailing, and Netflix is going to die, and then what happened? Well, usually I think that most of those people died off, usually in stupid ways, because they couldn't see like the easy future <laughs> coming down the pike. It's, it's like they the Halo. Halo. But the real question but the Netflix is, like, stock plummeted. But has Netflix had a giant hit recently? Not no, recently, they're going to have no. to actually start reading the scripts before they green. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, That's this is going to make a major change to the way they do business. Well, and it uh, also Princess comes down Switch to, I mean, like, we have, all these, we have all these Marvel <laughs> shows that are going to be on, uh, on this service and the Star Wars shows. But will we get original things, like, from the, I guess, from the Fox aspect of it, maybe? Yeah, they'll go to Hulu. Well, why would they go to Hulu? Because that, that's my problem, Because then. they own no, part of But Hulu. that's my problem, then, because, <laughs> because Netflix does series like Stranger Things, like Stranger you. Stranger Things is done after this. Okay, season. great. Just, so uh, so uh, that's not my point. They do things like Stranger Things. They do things like you. They do things like uh, Love and Robots, whatever that show is, and, and uh, Umbrella Academy and things like that. So and the princess, <laughs> but but that is geared. They 
have they have series and original films that are for a wider audience, whereas Disney content is for family audiences. So do they tap in to Fox and do an alien show or or, or not even a franchise show, just an original title that is all, like it has nothing to do with Marvel, nothing well, would, to do with I Star Wars. I would imagine Wars. that would go to Hulu. Well, that's dumb. And I also think at some point... Do you want Disney Plus to kill Netflix or not? No, I want well, both. Well, then no, it's not a Netflix killer if it's not going to no, happen. I, mean, I just... But that's the thing. Like, I don't think nothing... I mean, nothing's going to kill Netflix. I'm never going to subscribe to Hulu. I'll probably, I will probably I subscribe drop to my now. Netflix subscription. <laughs> I'm ne- well, you're going to drop your Netflix Hulu has the yeah, golden girl. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> important to know. You Why? said the magic world's like... People like me and Jim who are like, you know, we are family men. Like, yeah, if I got to choose... I'm going Disney Plus all the way because I can give the kids a whole bunch of what they want and still get a whole lot of what I want that's even more connected to what I actually do, you know. I'm just going to add so it But if list. I'm subscribed to two of them, I'm subscribed to Disney Plus and Netflix, not Disney Plus and Hulu. Well, I'm, I'm going Disney Plus and Hulu. I'm no, currently subscribed to five streaming services right now. <laughs> WWE Universe. WWE, uh, DC Universe, uh, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Jeez. Uh, Netflix. And it will be Disney Plus. Like I literally am just. I'm surprised adding. you can count Amazon Music as a streaming service. I mean, if we're you want to count it, so six. I mean, do, do you, are you a DC universe? Yeah. Did you say that? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Ugh. That's a, that's the first one to go. That one's yes. yes. one <laughs> yeah. one not getting a lot Absolutely. of violence. Maybe we should just change this uh, to a DC it's universe. It's a DC universe. Though, but like this Disney thing, the Disney Plus totally killed the DC universe app. And At it will probably just, it will just get folded in to whatever Warner Brothers inevitably. Maybe Netflix has, buys yeah. it. Oh, and CBS. Well, no, it'll just go into... Why can't Warner Brothers start licensing with Netflix, just like Marvel did at one point? Why take half of the money when you can take have all of the You money? started with this. Because topic. nobody's going to subscribe to just... No one's going to subscribe to a Warner Brothers thing? They've got... They've I'm not going to subscribe to Warner Brothers. They've got Full House. They've got Gilmore Girls. they got They're going to have friends once the thing They're going to have friends. They're going to have a ton of stuff. They're going to be... Man, this is all... Okay, so I think just to sum this all up, because it's gotten way off the rails, is that basically this is all getting more complicated, and what I even thought was a clear answer with my statement has just derailed it to total, you know, Hulu has know, golden cap, like total <laughs> chaos in here. And I will never let go. So, all right, we have the full details of everything about Disney begun. Plus on the site right now. You can check it out. But um, yeah, it's going to be serious competition. These Marvel series, these Star Wars, the Fox films, it's going to at least be a shot in the leg to Netflix and other streaming services. We'll see how it goes. Moving right along. Avengers Endgame spoilers. We've had no. a, we're getting to the, <laughs> I said at the beginning of the show, we're not talking about the spoilers, but it's already happening, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not aware, don't go out there unprepared. There was a major leak. Uh, this is so earlier we, than what happened for Infinity War? Or? I mean, this is, wait, what happened with Infinity this is worse. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't remember what happened with Infinity War. Infinity War leaked Batman the whole Superman, HDC. Was that what the one? Batman vs Superman, I saw Superman dead. About a week before the movie came out, and I, I got, yeah, because I saw the movie the Tuesday before it released on Friday, and I already knew that Superman was going to die because I saw it in a comment section. Yeah, I mean, that was all over the place. So, I mean, this is probably the worst case. We were already, we've been talking for weeks about how good it is to get into this movie, however long it is, completely unspoiled, and how excited we are, but... You know, internet's going to internet, as we say around here, and the spoilers are out. There's already been a massive kind of footage leak, and it's going all over the internet. Picks are popping up. So we've kind of put together to help you guys out. We are not trafficking in these spoilers. We're not kind of, you know, printing headlines in this. We want Marvel fans to really get the full experience out of this film. But we have put together a kind of handy guide to helping you avoid spoilers and 
I think we're all out here. We're making jokes, but it's really not a joke. But it really is like Bird Box out here right now. Like, you see these things and you're ruined forever. And you people might... are trying to make you open your eyes and you don't want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. I don't <laughs> want to. We won't mention any names of people who are someone in this room. Who's not I on have this not side done anything. By the way, Netflix made Bird Box. Yes, yeah, so somebody. <laughs> let's not mention not names. Dead. Let's say. Uh, James V. No, that's too obvious. Uh, Jay Viscardi. Old no. Jimmy V. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, seriously, though, if you want to, please take a look. We have this article about how to avoid Avengers Endgame spoilers. Um, if you're not, like, social media savvy, there are a lot of little nifty tricks you can do to kind of, you know, create your safe space. For once, I, I kind of condone a social media safe space in this case to kind of create a bubble so you don't have to hear these things and you can try to avoid it. My recommendation is take the next week. Rewatch some old Marvel films. Spend some time off your phone. Go outside for a walk and just enjoy, you know, the coming of spring or the spring and the coming of summer and do something else besides be on social media because the more you spend time on it, like, the more likely it is that somebody's going to, you know, take a crap in your punch bowl on this. Honestly, one. throw your phone on the ground and do a dance on it. Yeah. Like, that's I mean, the I think Brandon Davis think made a joke earlier today that, you know, way. you should be getting those alerts from, like, Apple every week that say, like, your screen time is oh, down by mine's like, gonna 60%. Be, <laughs> mine's going to be down the lowest it's ever been. Dude, I was, I was just scrolling through Twitter last night, and I tweeted, uh, they gave out these T-shirts at the Avengers Junket, and on the side it says, hashtag don't, don't spoil the endgame. So I tweeted, hashtag don't spoil the endgame with a picture of that sleeve. And I was reading through the responses. And you might somebody, as well put a giant-ass target on Well, your listen, I'm just trying to spread the good word here, all right? And somebody responded to my tweet with a photo of this, from this, a screenshot of the leak stuff. Um, and I'm lucky because this wasn't a huge one. Like, this wasn't, I mean, it was definitely something I didn't want to know. But I, I, I saw it, I closed it out really quickly, and then I realized I don't want my followers to see this. So I, I took one for the team, guys. I clicked on their account. They had another photo as their header image, and that was even <laughs> it was more confusing, but also worse. Uh, and so then I blocked them. And then I went into my settings, and I made it so that any notifications I get, anything I see on Twitter is only from people that I follow. So only people I trust. I'm sorry. Uh, it's anybody else. I won't be responding in the next week, but I only respond to they people get I know and trust. They understand. Um, and I suggest At you do the Brandon same thing. Davis, attach image. Oh, sorry. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> wow. I, won't, I won't see it. I won't see it. Uh, I, I blocked Jim Viscardi on all of social media. I blocked his number. Um, he's we're like kind of all in the end game now about this dude, one. We're right? so close. We're we are all so in the close. end game now. But, it's uh, so hard, though. It is. I mean, it's it is like tempting. right there. It's, it's like I could just literally type in a word. Okay, let me ask you if, one if thing. If someone told you the end of, if someone said they knew how Game of Thrones ended, would you want to know? No. No. Why? Yes. Why would I want to know? <laughs> but I don't want. To. Why would I, I just, want to know that? Just, so it doesn't matter. Okay, let me ask you before before we move on real quick. What is the worst thing you ever had spoiled for you that like you really wish you didn't? Um, what the the ending of my favorite movie Seven was spoiled for me while I was playing <coughs> JV soccer for a guy who I. Later got to see Smash's face on the end of a car, so I guess Jeez. karmically we kind of came wow. full circle. Hey, man, this was during a fish festival. He was too messed up. Don't get <laughs> me. But the thing was, like, he came out and he just said the words, it's her head in a box. And then somebody literally wow. tackled him and grabbed him, like a, a good movie fan tackled him and grabbed him and, like, covered his mouth. And I didn't understand what it was. in front of a car. Yeah, I mean, later on. But uh, that's what how we do it. What is that? Philadelphians. But anyway, no, I'm <laughs> Um, later on, like, yeah, when the movie came and that scene came, like, it all fell into place, it all mm. clicked, and I was just standing in the theater 
like ripping my hair out cursing because I was so mad. I'm hoping that, that doesn't to, happen to me based on what I like, saw. Yeah. With Endgame. I don't have one that's more re- I don't have one like off the top of my head that's more recent, but this one so after so the first season of 24 had oh. like come and gone, right? So like but like shortly like it finally ended and everything. So I was like, oh, we were watching them when you went to the Rental store and rented movies. Right? <laughs> rented I rented block seasons block. and blocks. <laughs> yeah. So I was. Oh, we seasons. were almost to the end, right, and everything. And I was literally in the doctor's office, and I was reading like an entertainment magazine. And because of the time difference, oh. I I pull up a thing, and like the next page has this big thing of like when she turned on the rest of. Them, I was like, no. <laughs> oh. And it was literally the next episode. Oh. Like I got to the next episode, oh, and so the people I was rough. watching it with. We're so blindsided, uh, and I was just like sitting you're there. You're just like, in a corner crying, and you're like, Matt, <laughs> you're, freaking you're taking this really yeah. hard. Uh, I think for me, it was, um, and I'm usually one who's pretty okay with spoilers. I'm more about the journey than I am about like what actually happens or whatnot. Yeah, you love ruining it. Right. Yeah, I was about to say, this sure. is a fancy way of saying I spoil things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but for me, I'll never forget, it was when I found out that uh, Buffy came back to life. Oh, uh, yeah. that to me, I was like, oh, wow. Uh, Man. I, I, uh, I, my worst one is definitely I had the flash forward and the Charlie scene with Not Penny's Boat on Lost. Mm. And that's my favorite show. I, I was so filled with regret on reading that, but I like sought it out. Oh, that was oh, one of the man, scary. Yeah, that was so good. That was like one of the scariest. And it hurts more that yeah. you saw. Why did you seek it out? Because it was I was like 13 and I was obsessed with Lost. Oh, and okay. I couldn't oh, wait like a day yeah. for the episode to air. Yep. Well, there you go. Learn from these stories of pain we've just shared with you. And <laughs> share please. yours. Send, I yeah. want to hear yours. Yeah, I mean, the... send us comic book nation your worst spoiling yeah. moments and t- try to just dip into Twitter. Send it to us and dip out yeah, exactly. before you get spoiled. I might not read anything. it until next week, though. <laughs> All right. So moving right along, we got. Yeah, it's a great This com- one's just a little. Uh, hashtag is just going to be a bunch of pictures from the. the <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not searching. All right. All right. Moving on. We're going to do uh, the next uh, the thing. Now they got to try to recover from that one. Um, is kind of a nerdy little thing we just want to mention. Star Trek. We have uh, a new Picard series that's coming up that's going to be kind of taking things forward in time from the end of those movies. And we've been hearing this, and if you're a Star Trek, the next generation kind of geek like I was growing up in the 90s, this is a fun one. Jonathan Franks is returning. Are you excited? Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah, I was very excited. I was off for a couple days, and I read that headline, and there were a lot of headlines coming out of this place Uh, and all over the internet pretty fast and furious, no pun. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, like uh, Riker's coming back, and I saw that, and I had to stop and be like, what? Like off of my vacation (laughs) and was like, I had to sit down and just read this. But, yeah, Riker's coming back to join Picard in this series. He'll be in the second block of episodes, and it's a 10-episode series. He'll be in about episodes three and four. And he's kind of released a statement on it. I'm not going to go too deep into that. I just wanted to say that as a Star Trek The Next Generation nerd, I was very <laughs> happy about this. Because, I don't know, you can't have a Picard series and not check in with Riker. Like, you got to go, do it. Yeah, yeah they go hand to hand. That was like one of the great partnerships of uh, Star Trek, man. Like, really. So, I'm super excited about that. And that's been my personal little PSA. I'm getting more and more excited about this whole Picard series the more I hear about it. And it's kind of backdoor making me want to check out Discovery and really catch up on that. Ooh, Jamie will be thing. Yeah, I know. Jamie Love is going to be loving it. <laughs> He'll be like, yes, it's working. They're getting them. So that's a little PSA for all you uh, TNG geeks out there. Hit me up if you are also happy about this one. Um, Brandon Davis, I don't know if you're going to be 
less interested in this or her upcoming uh, discussion about Star Wars, which we're about to get into. So stay tuned, because when we get back, we're going to talk about two big things that happened over the course of the uh, weekend, which is the Game of Thrones final season premiere and Star Wars celebration. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, so let's talk about Star Wars. I'm sorry, Brandon, we brought you back mostly just to pain you or just to talk about, but I thought, seriously though, I thought this would be a good one to kind of get your impression on because you were somebody who was left uh, very unhappy with The Last Jedi. Um, you've been no, there's been no secret since we've started the show, right from the test episode. But uh, we at Star Wars Celebration this year, we got three big things. <laughs> I know, great. we're going to release yeah. it. you got to hype it. Yeah. One day we got to release it. Um, we're going to run out of T-shirts. Uh, but uh, <laughs> three big things that happened on the Star Wars front over the weekend. There was a big thing in the movies, big thing on TV, and big thing in the video games. We got the first trailer and the official title for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which is episode nine. We got our first look at the Mandalorian TV series, and we got a first look at the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game, which I am oh, psyched yeah. for. I'm all about that, man. Man, it's been, I mean, I guess we'll go backwards. <laughs> I mean, no, we'll start, we'll start, let's start in order. So, Rise of Skywalker came out, and we got this trailer that had this kind of cool, depending on how you look at it, some people are already nitpicking it, first sequence of Daisy Ridley's Ray kind of running away from a TIE fighter and then kind of flipping up in the air. It looks like she's about to cut that people thing. People are nitpicking that? Yeah, because people are like, why didn't the TIE fighter shoot her is like oh, a big Jesus. question. Like, Have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about Star Wars. The fun, this is no longer about fun. Uh, but um, yeah, this title, <laughs> specifically the title has just gotten people flipped out. <laughs> I see Rich, Rich is back in the booth peeking up like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but people are kind of, you know, it's buzzing about what this title means. I mean, I don't think, except for the people who predicted it long ago, because apparently we predict every title now, but... Uh, There's only so, yeah. only so Somebody many possibilities. Has yeah. to, somebody has to win the lottery if enough yeah. people play. Yeah. yeah. And, but if people are flipped out about this because, I mean, after, like, The Last Jedi and the events of that and seeing Luke die, like, this is not a title we expected or the implication no. that we expected from the title, but it's what JJ Abrams is delivering to us. And there's already a lot of speculation about what this could mean. Um, will this be the Kylo Ren redemption story is what I'm writing now. Will this be somehow Luke is back because we're also getting a major return to oh, the series yeah. in the form of Emperor Palpatine, AKA Darth Sidious. He won't be the only one. 
No, that's what I'm saying. Like, so there's there's room to say that like some other Skywalker could return or rise or do something. Would we see like a return from Vader? Like, it's all over the place. The speculation has gone from speculating about nothing to now speculating about all of this. I gotta say, I really like the Kevin Smith theory. That um, yeah, I do too. Kevin Smith, if you don't know, um, is you know geek culture. Pundit who like likes to weigh in, and apparently we like to listen to everything he weighs in on. (laughs) So he basically predicted that one thing could be like, yeah, and I think this would be an amazing finale to the saga, which is after these events, like the Jedi Order is gone, but we kind of renamed that order and the type of Force user as a Skywalker. Yeah, which is actually a really cool way. Great. I mean, it's kind of a Dark Knight Rises. Your name is Robin type deal, but like it's one of those theories that when I read, like after I read it, I went, okay, now that doesn't like that's one of the few scenarios. Like if that doesn't happen, I'll be bummed because I actually really like. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, just the name Skywalkers and like the whole thing. You burn the the old religion down. You have the Jedi's like all that would make sense within that context. Exactly. And I think that would be really cool. I just hope that whatever happens, it all means something. I just hope that they 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 have the narrative threads that started again with the Force Awakens and picked up from the original trilogy. I just hope they mean something. I hope it doesn't become just the simple. Well, this was my. This is why I think the last Jedi made you here because I think you're an interesting case. From what you've seen already, do you have any more hope? Do you have a new hope yet? No. That. JJ is going to kind of bring things around from what you didn't like. About I mean, Lord I don't, I don't doubt that that uh, Rise of the Skywalker can be a very good movie. I just have no, I, I don't know enough. The trailer was cool. I thought it was fun. I mean, and I'm obviously going to watch this movie as soon as I have access to watching this movie. I'm going to watch it. But I mean, the, I, I just hope that, like, The Force Awakens seemed to be setting up the same complex, unexpected plot-twisting narrative threads that we got in the original trilogy of Star Wars that there's no way to see it coming, that they're going to pay off in unexpected ways. There's going to be plot twists that are meaningful, and when you look back, there are ways to say, oh, they did have this planned. Oh, this was something that was coming out from the beginning that they were working towards and just misleading us. And then The Last Jedi seems to say, we're not doing that this time. It's all very linear. Like, nothing you thought mattered matters. And that would piss me off. And I know I'm not the only one who thinks that. And I know some people appreciate that. And you know what? If you appreciate that, that's fine. I don't appreciate that. That's just, like, my opinion, man. So I just hope that, like, Ray matters for somehow. Like, the Skywalker name matters somehow. Other than just being an inspiration. Like, I, I hope there's some kind of payoff. Some ki- If they're bringing characters back, like the Emperor... Give me a reason to bring it back other than just showing him. Yeah, I mean, I think it's already been implied that this one's going to tie up all of this stuff and that there are, I mean, these things like uh, bringing back the Emperor isn't frivolous. There's entire articles about how this was always in the plans. And like, so it does feel like we are coming back towards this thing. But But imagine if the original trilogy put a villain in like Snoke and hyped them up like that and then just offs them with absolutely no payoff. But that's exactly what you just said you wanted. You just said you wanted a movie that took chances and that wasn't the same old, same old. And literally, they gave you that and you hate it. How like is that? The Last that's Jedi not, that's not takes chances. Cha- yes, it How is. How does it take chances? You literally want the same thing you saw before. No, no, and they I don't gave want you the, the same opposite, thing. No, no, and no. then you're complaining. I don't want that it the same thing. You. I don't want the same thing at all. I want the same complexity. Killing I don't want- Snoke. And Snoke didn't matter. Snoke ended up being completely irrelevant. But it, that's, here's the thing: like Ray's yeah. parents, which there's, was a big, there's also there's potential. Irrelevant. It's not like well, a, they're not mutually exclusive ideas. Yeah. Like there's things that the Last Jedi did that seem to throw away the past that could be turned around by 
the rise of Skywalker. Snoke could have been a puppet for the Emperor, and that has meaning. I hope so, and, and that would be cool. And it could be all to manipulate Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. There could be a lot of things that they could reveal, and that could change the context. And I think I, I very in a well lot of ways there, could with what change you're the saying, context. Of there are things Jedi. that Rise of the Skywalker could do. That could make me look at The Last Jedi and say, oh. Yeah, exactly. But, but at, for- the, at the end of the day, someone like Snoke, he wasn't a Sith master. He was just someone no. who was Force-sensitive, who figured out a way to use Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you could, so like, you could make the like, argument he's like Grand Moff Tarkin in the original Right, series, just with Force choke. Yeah, exactly. And so you're telling me that if, so uh, hold on, let me make a metaphor one, here. Then- you're telling me that if after all those Marvel movies in Infinity War, they killed Thanos halfway through, you'd have just been like, well... Okay. That's I mean, they cool. arguably could be going back in time to kill Thanos halfway through right now in an well, endgame. No, I, I but we well, had to get there because Thanos Jim. just won. <laughs> Don't ask. If we that. ask Jim, we can but find like, out. It, it, okay, so, or or in uh, any of those, like if if they hyped it up, it's it's you all hated Man Iron Man three because of what they did with the Mandarin after building him up as a villain just through trailers. That's not why I hated Iron Man three. I hate it's Iron Man three for a bevy no, no, of reasons. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying with the Mandarin. I actually thought that was funny. I liked that. If yeah. they if they built Thanos up to be this huge villain, just like they built the Mandarin up to be this huge villain, and then all of a sudden they said, "Ha ha, it don't matter." Maybe maybe if what Kofi's saying is true, and it is like there is some grander. Uh, scheme in order that is going to be a great payoff. I will look at The Last Jedi a little bit differently. Mm. I probably won't enjoy it just watching it as a movie because I feel like there's only a couple of scenes in the movie that entertained me to begin with, which are the the fight scene with Kylo and Rey and the scene where Holdo just goes through the other ship. I thought those were incredible sequences. But then you like the movie as a whole, I didn't enjoy it mm. just for just as a movie. That's fair. So it, it does like I, I think there is a chance that some of the chances they took that Matt's talking about can pay off and make me say, oh, I see why they did it. Doesn't mean I like it, but I understand it. All right. Does that make sense? Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a fair thing. I mean, we're going to keep an eye on it, and as we see more, we'll talk more and see how it goes. But uh, moving on to uh, Disney Plus streaming, we got our first look over Star Wars Celebration at The Mandalorian, Mm, which is uh, one of my highly anticipated new shows coming uh, Pedro Pascal will play The Mandalorian of title. We have people like uh, Gina Carano's in it. And we got a first look at this, and I think I like this because I've talked about this openly on here, that one of the things I think is missing and that I loved about Rogue One and I think is going to be great about the Cassian Andor series is the idea of seeing more of the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars, Star Wars Underworlds, and that whole mm-hmm. kind of thing of gangsters, bounty hunters, mm-hmm. assassins. And this series, if you read... And the kind of breakdown of the footage that we have that was revealed at Star Wars Celebration seems to be just that, right? Like, this is a hard-hitting, kind of gritty, underworld kind of themed show that I think is going to be very entertaining, a great addition to Star Wars, and a great kind of first addition to some live-action Star Wars television. They're not going boring. They're kind of going big with this. And I'm really excited for it. I think it looks awesome. I think this is the most excited I've been for any Star Wars content since the Force Awakens trailer. And I think this just looks really cool. Like you said, ground level in the Star Wars universe. That and the, and what we saw at Celebration. I think it, I think it looks really really cool. It's just crazy the amount of money that's being spent on this type of television now. Yeah, like it's six ninety nine a month. Man, gets you. Yeah, we broke this down on an early episode of the show about, you know, how Disney is throwing real money behind these TV shows. And we asked a question here about, you know, could you do the MCU really on television? Like, is 
Scarlet Witch going to get Wars. a black... Are they just going to throw out Black Widow's wig from Iron Man 2 to Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> to be like, put this on. <laughs> like, his vision is going to be like just a wig. red face putty. But no, it sounds like <laughs> real money is coming to make this content an actual extension of the film franchise, which is really good for fans. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a big screw you to some of the people who've been working on the TV side of both things like Marvel and Star Wars for years. But uh, as we now get this upgrade, they probably wanted in every budgeting meeting. But yeah, I mean, this is really exciting. And The Mandalorian, I think, like I said, is going to be this awesome extension of the Star Wars universe. And uh, I think we confirmed a set between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, correct? Yep. I think it's only just shortly after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, shortly after Return of the Jedi. And that's going to be... That's going to be interesting because there is this gap still to fill between that. And we've seen some stories like already, but I think this one is going to be more exciting than like Star Wars Resistance, the animated series that's out right now. See, and that's that's like the biggest thing. Like I'm excited to see this, but that time period doesn't interest me much. Like it's that time period. Like the time period of something we're going to talk about in a minute does. As but, it, but it's that's a contrast. But like, I this think just that that's what that, that's why – I, I is the, do you think the time period is going to play a huge part since this is a ground level? No, I think it's good because this will flesh out. There's potential here. Yeah, There's you, untapped potential to kind of flesh the hard, out. I think the hardcore fans will be able to say, oh, that's a cool thing that kind of went from here to there and explains that, while the, the, yeah, the yeah. average fan will just be like, okay, cool, this is, you I can know, enjoy I, without This knowing. is going to sound like total fanboy whining, but I was upset to learn that what we thought was IG-88, because it was just an IG model robot, is not IG-88 in this. It's just you know, IG-11, just a different droid. It's a droid. But, like, part of me was kind of hoping to see more of that type of stuff where, you know, you got you have this mercenary-type show, you know, this mercenary show that you know, I wanted to see some nods here or there. To, so, and I get this is probably considered a nod because it's an IG unit, but, like, I'd love to learn more about IG-88. And I think that's something that would, like, draw me in as uh, a fan you know, an older fan who kind of wants to learn more about that world. Yeah. And just now, you know, we'll see it and it's just going to be someone else. And it's like, all right, but whatever. I, I know that's just me whining. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, and we're going to have many of these discussions coming along, but yeah, you can check out the full breakdown of what the Mandalorian showed us on the site. We're going to move on to the final topic of Star Wars Celebration, Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order, which is going to be a new video game that is set in a time period I think Matt is more excited about, which is kind of after, after, Revenge, of the Sith. after Revenge of the Sith, before yeah. A New Hope. And they've already done this with Star Wars Rebels about Kanan um, yeah. and being in a kind of leftover Jedi, but this is really intense and interesting. It has, uh, what's his name from Gotham? Uh, Comrie, uh, Cameron, Cameron Monaghan. Monaghan. Cameron Monaghan from Shameless and Gotham, who's just killing it, man. I mean, he's that Gotham's dude. new Joker, and now he's going to be this new Star Wars hero. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a Padawan who survives Order 66. How many of these are left? How many I, of these I mean, Padawans have survived be, like, <laughs> Order 66 or left? I mean, it's, I mean, considering the Jedi Order, there's gonna there's a fair amount to say right. there are, like, so far they haven't done, like, real Jedi. It's true. all these kind of in-between characters who were just in-between somewhere of training when it all happened. This kid was a Padawan. Kanan was an unconfirmed Jedi. He had been trained but never fully, in, you know, kind of brought over into the Order. Hmm. And, so, here's, and here's the thing about this. It's more about, like, I love the time period. I love the actual, like, premise that we're going to follow this person as he kind of, you know, he was already training and he's learning. Maybe we'll see, you know, teases of Luke and 
Kylo, you never know, right? But it's more about who is in charge, which is the same people, Respawn Entertainment, that made Titanfall, which yeah. Titanfall was fantastic. These people, it's a lot like when Spider-Man was announced and Insomniac was a developer behind it. Yeah. I was like, I have faith, complete and utter no, faith. I have faith in Respawn. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that, and also it's a third person yeah. action game. I was, I was kind of, at first, the trailer, you don't know if it's first person or not. I'm kind of not the biggest first person Got no, it. Star Wars games, you know, classic NES. I want to on- see the saber. Exactly. I want to see, yeah. So I was very stoked. Like, all of this has me excited. Yeah, and I think it's just going to be, I'm, I'm hoping that it does <coughs> for Star Wars what Spider-Man did for Spider-Man, which is just really make that act of being a Jedi kind of come alive. Yeah. And with this intense kind of pressure of a chase scene where basically you're on the run and up against it and have to kind of develop... And the first trailer is really well done, mm-hmm. like kind of mimicking these three things, like never, like don't trust anyone, yeah. like don't reach out and like basically use the force and all this stuff and then situations which force this person to do that. And like, yeah, taking control of a third person game and kind of getting to live in the Star Wars universe and really get immersed in that is going to be so much fun Yeah, that I'm excited. So yeah, check out Jedi Fallen Order if you haven't. Because I think this is going to be a good one for gaming come uh, the fall. comes out in November, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, whew, Star Wars is taking over this winter. Booyah! This fall. All right, so that'll do it from Star Wars, and we will jump over from a galaxy far, far away to a world of Westeros, which is uh, currently unfolding. We got the Game of Thrones final season premiere. And I think they should have called this episode uh, Awkward Reunions because... Basically, that's what the premiere was, right? I'm BD. It was just a bunch of series of scenes, a lot of scenes where we had characters who had some kind of previous relationship or some kind of major conflict in past seasons of the show kind of meeting up again for the first time in a long time. And we got to see how those relationships kind of played out and other things that were set up in new conflicts between characters who haven't really met before kind of being set up for this final season. And... Um, yeah, I, if you thought this was just going to be a nonstop battle or something like that, you probably were a little thrown by this first episode, but I really liked it. I really liked it just for the interactions and playing upon all the knowledge that we've had about the show and the characters kind of coming into play for some key scenes. I liked the episode a lot. It felt like this is Game of Thrones filler episode, and it's still better than some of the better episodes of other shows. Uh, I'm glad that all the characters after seven years have finally beaten the gym and got their gym badge that you're required to have to have fast travel because uh, <laughs> everybody's just going from place to place and it's not taking an entire season now. <laughs> Jamie made it to Winterfell already. Uh, super fast, uh, just like Jon Snow was traveling the entire landscape and Danny was traveling the entire landscape really fast towards the end of last year. Um, but, like, I mean, I, I like the reunion between... The Hound and Arya Stark. Yeah, exactly. That's that, what I'm that, saying. And then John and Arya and, and Jamie and Bran and Bran and everyone, and he just kind of stares at everybody. Bran is weird, man. Yeah, oh yeah, Bran's Bran weird. Is, I mean, but it's also weird seeing with, uh, Bran as a with, full-grown John Snow. John Snow said to Bran, like, look at you, you're a man now. And Bran was just like, almost. Like, what does that mean? What is it? I, I couldn't tell if it was a reference have, to him being the three-eyed raven or being, you know, paralyzed and stuff like that. Or the Night King, I don't know. You think he's going to want to push Jamie out of a tower? Well, I don't know. No, has, I think... Has he gotten laid yet? I don't, I, I don't watch that. Bran Stark? Yeah. No. no. He's been carried on Hodor's back. I mean, if that uh, counts. No, he has not. <laughs> I think he's still got his V-card. Same. Unlike literally everyone else on the show, he's probably the only one. 
So, I mean, like, yeah, no. I just thought that was kind of like a reference, yeah, to him being either Three-Eyed Raven or just, you know, paralyzed. Or a walk. A virgin. Yeah, or a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this episode was good. It checked in with everybody that we needed to check in with. And like you said, there were just some great scenes. Uh, I personally liked... I like Arya in, throughout the entire episode because I just feel like there's so much good stuff teased, especially like in her conversation with John. I love that under the weird tree where it sounded like she's kind of soft threatening him at the same time as giving him hug and welcoming, welcoming him. Yeah, I and think saying, I like think, you better remember whose side you're on. It made me think like you could see a twist where Arya has to end up stabbing John, and it's like, oh man, I think I think Arya is going to become John. That's my theory. I think that. Uh, you have this battle at Winterfell against the Night King, and they'll lose bad. People, a lot of people are going to die, and the remaining characters, which will probably be like John and Sansa and Jamie, Tyrion, and and the Hound, and a couple of people, and namely those five, probably will go over to King's Landing. There will be a feud with Cersei. Somehow they'll beat the Night King there, uh, and I think at some point, maybe not the very end of the show, but at some point, Jon Snow will end up on the Iron Throne, rightfully. Uh, as you know, as as he just learned, he has a claim to, um, and then we'll find out. It's just Arya Stark pulling a Loki and Thor: The Dark World, acting as Jon Snow because he died, and she knew all along that he had the, or she found out somewhere along this journey that Jon had the rightful claim. She's going to get full revenge against Cersei for her father's death. She's going to get full revenge against Danny for trying to divide her family. Arya Stark, don't play. And I think if she if she yeah. so you're, you're, cool you're, you're subscribing to the Arya gets the throne theory at least for some time that would be a crazy I mean that would be a crazy ending if you see Jon Snow sitting on a thing and then he just rips off his face and it's like Arya yeah I think Arya Stark as Jon Snow gets the throne Loki as Odin in Thor the Dark World's post credits some Tom Cruise Mission Impossible yeah. type deal. wow that'd be great if she just he just went back into his own quarters Actually, and was just like sounds kind of cool almost a girl will rule <laughs> there, I, I legitimately only started watching this. Last Sunday, no one's. And perfect. I totally love that theory. I hope that's what happens. I love Arya Stark. I think they they set up the divide between the Stark family and Danny, and jo- and Arya is the only one who has the gall, I guess, to act on something like that. She doesn't care. She's ruthless when it comes to carrying out a plan for the betterment of her family and for her her people for Winterfell and whatnot. So if it means uh, protecting Sansa and the Stark name. She will pose as John and not tell anybody John's dead if what's, John dies. What's that weapon she's trying to make? She's trying to re- she's trying to make a weapon out of dragon glass so that she can kill the Whites, the 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 Night King's army. So she has a sword named Needle that she's had since the beginning, mm-hmm. but that is just that king can't kill. You need dragon glass. Yeah, she has to kill the White Walkers. Larian steel dagger right now. Yeah, yeah, it was good to see That's Gendry beginner. back, my man Gendry. Dude, you think Gendry and Arya are uh... gonna end up together? Unless she has to kill him. That's my whole thing about Arya right now. Is like, unless she has to kill him. She'll kill anybody. She <laughs> exactly. Has to. Like, but you think about it. That father. would be Arya's complete arc. Getting revenge for her father. Oh, yeah. And getting the throne. Yeah. That would be Arya's complete arc. And yeah. the show really has been putting the women in the position of power. I could see her and so Sansa, I, like, scheming and coming up with this plan to get I don't think Sansa survives. Ooh. I think Sansa has suddenly gotten very smart. I think she was kind of... I think she was dumb in the beginning. She slowly got smarter. Right now, she's very smart. And I, I don't understand why she's getting credit for being super smart all along, because she hasn't been. She's made some of the worst decisions early on, but then quickly kind of learned from it. And all of a sudden now she's like, oh, well, that's her, her thing is like she became, she's became like, seriously, she's became 
Yeah. Somebody who was but like, she's going to get ahead of herself, I yeah. think. I, I think Danny's already too far ahead of herself. She's way too cocky now. And the fact that she doesn't know that John's a Targaryen based on the fact that he rode a dragon, that just kind of blows my mind. Maybe she does and it's going to trigger something and that's why she tested that theory. Maybe that was all a test. But uh, I, I think that Sansa is going to end up, I, I don't think she makes it out. Do you think Danny kills her? Ooh. Causing a split between her and John? If she does, then that's even that fuels my fire for Arya on the throne even more. Oof. All right, well, there you have it. That's a pretty extensive Game of Thrones theory from Brandon Davis. It's one I like, so I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to be talking about this show as it goes along for the next six weeks because, I mean, this is pretty much what's happening in pop culture on the small screen mm. before Endgame gets here on the big screen. So stay tuned and let us know your great theories. Um, that'll do it for Comic Book Nation. If you want to join the journey and ride with us, we post new episodes every Wednesday and Friday on comicbook.com. You can go there or subscribe to our RSS feed. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and we're on there. And you guys have been subscribing and dropping some great reviews. We appreciate it. If you leave us a five-star review, we will read them on the show. And we've been sending out some comic book swag to fans who have been leaving us great reviews, so get in on that while you can. If you want to continue the conversation, you can always find us at the hashtag ComicBookNation, or you can find us individually on Twitter. You can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You can find me at Matt Mueller CB. And you can find me at Brandon Davis BD. And you might not be able to find any of us for the next week or so. Yeah, but, you, ain't gonna, uh, you can you, try. Just you don't come in there. Don't Leave try to bird box us. Don't try to bird box us with some dropping in Avengers spoilers on <laughs> ComicBookNation or whatever. You. That'll do it for this episode. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you. This is Comic Book Nation. We're out. Deuces.